Hey, how's it going? My name is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you are listening to Coffee Talk with us. Billy and Jen. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? My name is Jen. And I'm Billy. And this is Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. God, classic, huh? Yeah, hey, hope you're doing well. Cheers, babe. Cheers. I can't reach you. You're, oh. you're a little further away. Here. So I'm going to cheers with the candle. Watch. Cheers. Nice. Um, Did you hear that? Oh, well done. Did hey, you that, hear that? Uh, that was uh, Jen uh, cheersing with Vic, the sound chick. Vic, the sound chick, is in the room. How you doing, Vic? You What's having happening? a good day? Good. Would it's you care day. to expound on You sound like my good. four-year-old. How was your day at school? Fine. Anything else? No, it was good. Uh, <laughs> it's a good day. <laughs> yeah, that's where clearly our daughter Serenity gets it from. Um, hey, we we had a. I hope you're having a good week. We had a good week. We went on a date the other night, and it was awesome. We we babe, it was one of our better dates. It you, was my idea. You planned it out. We quite went to nicely. the Starbucks Roastery in downtown Seattle. If you've never been, very cool. You can get like really great special coffee drinks. They have a they have a full bar there. If you do that, like wine or coffee drinks with a kick they have like all types of foods we got like appetizers oh, so and some coffee drinks and then we then we jumped in the car and went to this rooftop actually we just walked across the street to the rooftop and it was a beautiful <laughs> restaurant it's awesome right in downtown seattle but the heaters up top were, were awesome wonderful. for you oh it was the best and night. literally hell for me like i felt like we were in hell and i was burning yeah you were that guy you're that guy who was dying and actually said Let's let's move. Let's move tables. We moved multiple tables until finally we just called it because No, not we, you. Well, you called babe, it. you wanted to because we I was were, I was totally game. I would have been so distracted. Either the way, whole night. you definitely called it. Gentlemen, if you're out there, please feel my pain, right? Like women love the cold. No men no, no men. <laughs> Women what? love the heat. Yes. We love the warmth of the fireplace, the hot mug in our hand, a cup of coffee. Oh, by the fire. Oh, right. The and best. I don't mind that, but it, I, I would much rather be on the chilly side than the hot side because here's my philosophy. You can always put more stuff on if you're cold, but you can only legally take so much off nope. if you're hot. Like if I, I suppose that I could have sat on that rooftop naked, we'd have been good. Wow. Visual <laughs> just happening right now. Um, no, I love the heat. I mean, so 80, we ended up leaving that restaurant. Weather is the best weather. We ended up leaving that restaurant and we went to another really cool restaurant. And what did they do? And no, 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 no. Not what did they do? What did you do? They sat you, us next to a fireplace is what they did. You were that bougie. You're so on it. I'm not know, bougie. Uh, never satisfied customer. You what? were that guy. Totally Shots that guy. fired. No, they sat us next to a fireplace. Which, which was I, romantic. Totally. Over, looking over the water. But who knew that it generated the heat of hell <laughs> from its furnace? And after four minutes, I'm like, babe. I'm literally going to pass out from heat exhaustion. So dramatic. Like you were not going to pass out. And you're the guy who layers so many layers on. No wonder you're so hot. You had like Again, a shirt and then another shirt. If they'd shirt, let me go hoodie, naked, then a none jacket and then a beanie. I mean, like, no wonder you're always hot. Like, come on. Oh, man. Just wear a normal t shirt for crying out. Poignantly personal right now. <laughs> But fun fact. We moved to another table, and it was a great night. Yeah, it was a great yeah. But But a, just random fun fact. I came home twice this week, and you had done laundry. You folded all the laundry this week, babe. I didn't do one load of laundry. I mean, I, I just want to say out there publicly, I feel thank like you. you should thank admit you. how normal that is. <laughs> um, okay, let's not get don't too excited. Really, do laundry but, um, in our home? Can I just say this should um, be our new normal? Most women <laughs> would subscribe to that, but not 
you. But thank you. I do and laundry all the time. Can You're I say, welcome. The way you it's, just it's neatly folded jobs. all my underwear and placed well, that's them in the a, great in a joy stack of doing the laundry is folding your chair. thongs. Yes, <laughs> I do enjoy that. I actually fold and refold them multiple times. Okay, you're what? weird. Vic, 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 you will talk. You're nasty. You will talk when spoken nasty. to. Okay. <laughs> All right, we need to move. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. But I, can I just say from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you for folding the laundry. Yeah, it well, was, if you want to thank me, take your shirt off. Life. That's all I need to say. I already did that this morning, okay? Thank you. Gracias. Okay. Hey, can I say this? Leading into that, you asked why I actually did fold laundry a lot this week. I was feeling stressed. <laughs> Yeah, and I think sometimes when I get anxious, I've noticed it's like I'll do housework or yard work, or because it's like I can complete a task without having to control. think about it. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't really have to think about it. There's not much decision to be made here. Like fold the beautiful thong. <laughs> and true story, once was folding laundry, and okay, this is there was get a pair of underwear, personal. and I looked at you, and I'm like, hey, hey, and I kind of like gave you winky eyes, this and, you, and you literally go, your daughters. <laughs> Which I almost died. I literally passed out and wanted to light myself on fire. <laughs> so you're just too much. I w- but that leads us into our topic. I was feeling a little stressed this week. I think at one point, even this week, I called you, and that's what we'll talk about today. We're gonna our conversation. If you're new to the podcast, Welcome. we have honest conversations just about life and. Um, we drink a lot of coffee, and one of the things we want to talk about today is wh- what do you do when you feel overwhelmed? Anxiety is so real in society. It's so real. No matter where you live, whether you listen to this from another country, whether you listen to this uh, right here in America, which I'm super encouraged by our podcast stats. Thank you for everyone who listens. We have people listening outside of America. I think we just crested over 12,000 listens, and we're averaging a few hundred or more every podcast. So thank you. Thanks for being a part. But no matter where you're listening to this from, we all struggle with anxiety. All of us feel overwhelmed. I think for me, I called you at one point this week, um, or maybe it's the which begin- is is not. I mean, rare. Yeah, for you to even the, like admit yeah, I'm not giving it towards was a that, big but deal. End of last week, and my heart was racing, and I was I called you and I was like, I don't know what's up. Like, I drink a ton of coffee, so I was like, maybe I'm just on a caffeine high. Yeah, it's kind of time so to cut. My back. heart was racing, and um, <laughs> I was. I was like, I can't get it to stop racing. I feel like I'm running a marathon. And you know, and I know people are listening right now like, that is serious. You need to go get that checked out. And I get it. Thank you. I don't want to make light heart of it, although I would be the guy who would totally play that totally off. Totally downplay. Um, but I, it just dawned on me. And I was like, I I think I'm stressed, man. Like, I'm not having a panic attack because I refuse to have one of those. <laughs> but you kind of were starting now. But I'm road. like, man, I am, I'm, I think I'm dealing with anxiety that I've been pushing down. And my body is just kind of like... Responding. So I think the question, the conversation I want to have today is um, how do you, what do you do when you feel overwhelmed? Mm. How can we combat, handle anxiety? Which is a really practical, relevant question that we should talk about. Um, I think there's a few things we can do before we turned on these mics and Vic and the sound chick and the entire production crew showed up <laughs> along with Netflix and Bumble. And um, Bumble? Yeah, Bumble's here. And, um, um, <laughs> The, the Christian dating service is also like coffee here. Meets bagel, Christian what is it? Christian Mingles here. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Mingles. They just show up. People just are here. They're Amazon's just, outside. Just hanging. Yeah, they want to be a part of what's going on. So I get it. <laughs> um, but we kind of came up with kind of some thoughts. And I'm going to read them right now. And then, then we didn't talk about what we'll talk about. But these are the thoughts. And then let's have an honest, impromptu conversation. Number this. one, in dealing with anxiety, um, stop caring as much. 
I'm going to I'm gonna qualify that, but I'm not going to qualify it right now. Stop caring as much. Number two, start making changes. Number three, stop isolating yourself. And number four, stop playing the victim. Bam. Ooh, Thank yeah. you, man. And if, yeah, if, uh, Victor Soundshake said, ouch. If you got offended when I said stop playing the victim, you're playing the victim right now. <laughs> oh, Hello. <snap>. Got him. <laughs> cool. Hey, Vic. I'm not going to tell you again. <laughs> you don't talk unless so we, I <laughs> cue you. Uh, um, you. You have to ask for permission first. Remember that one oh. time we went to the beach for the first time with our kids? Yep. And I remember being overwhelmed because you had never really. Okay, well, wait, wait, wait. Before you get ahead of this, the whole kid to the story, you people need to know you tend to be that person, that guy. That dad, you're like, you're, comp- thank you, Vic, the sound chick. You're compulsive on an, on another level. Like so much so I remember when Judah was born and. Um, well, you're a stupid head. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like no, you're I, attacking I gotta give me. context because <laughs> Judah's born. He's so calm, the, the sweetest baby. And I hold him, he's happy. And as soon as I hand the baby to you, Judah loses his mind. And we realized. Oh, that's my fault. <laughs> we realized that Bad boy. you were so angst and so on it, like worried about everything Judah was and wasn't doing as an infant that he felt the intensity. Like the infant could feel your your anxiousness and i remember we had this conversation you remember this and you yes. just said what is wrong every time i hold him he, he like starts crying and i said it's because you're so you're so uptight like just chill out which i will own but i also am pretty good at like being chill i i'm extreme personality like, you you'll have see that you've too. learned yeah. you've learned over the years definitely yeah. to anyways our first vacation to the beach <laughs> i kind of was like was i was being uptight because first of all you've never really been in the ocean i mean you'd been to okay. the ocean, but you don't swim in it you know california ocean. i grew Let's up just, in the ocean i've been at destin florida and you know, like um our kids had no idea they were younger and so i kind of had some rules i'm like listen boys don't go out past your chest because the riptide will catch you, and then you're off to China. You'll get caught in the undertow. So I'm like trying to help them. I told Serenity, who was two or three, I'm like, you just hold on to me the whole time. You never, you always hold my hand when you're in the water. And then I told you, I'm like, babe, just be smart. I love you. You're not a child. You gave me like a but I was like, you know, yeah, just totally. you know, like don't ever turn your back on the ocean on the waves because you'll get hit. And you're like, I'm good. I'm like, just trust me. Like you, you know, these are kind of. Anyways, we get out there. <laughs> I mean, it is two minutes into this okay, family it was vacation, like 10 minutes, and so the boys are dramatic. gone. I literally, their heads are bobbing in deep water. They went so far out, and I'm screaming <laughs> at them, the but they can't hear me because the waves are crashing. And I'm like, "Come back! Like you're gonna drown!" And then Serenity is with me, and she's holding my hand in the water, and she lets go because she sees like something that gets her attention. And the moment she lets go of my hand, she just gets crushed by this little wave. It just and she disappears under the water and. She literally comes out of the water screaming. Like, it's like she started in water and it's, you know, like, and so I'm like, oh my goodness, like I told you not to. So I'm like trying to console Serenity. The boys are literally being, they're caught in the undertow, not the riptide. They're not going out, but they're going sideways. They're they're like three football fields away. I'm waving at them, like get back in. They're waving at me like I'm saying hi. (laughs) And at this, about that exact same time, I turn and there you are in your yellow bikini, which I want to say thank you for wearing that. And you You're had welcome. you had you had Starbucks coffee, which yes, who I drinks did. Starbucks coffee at the beach in the I blazing do. sun? Yes, Seattle people. And you're standing in the water, and of course you got your hat on, your sunglasses on, and your back is turned to the ocean, and you don't know it. You're waving at me, looking all beautiful, like hey, and I'm like. 
there's a wave behind you, literally like a ninja. I can see it building. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like doing this. So I'm waving the boys in. I'm telling you to turn around. A little Serenity is screaming. You're like a ref. Little Serenity is screaming. She's like, I want to go home. I hate the ocean. You know, and I'm like, you should have listened to me. And there you are. And I'm like, turn around. And because I mean, there's certain things in life you don't turn your back on, right? I told you the ocean. Um, you probably shouldn't turn your back on a a rabid animal and you probably shouldn't turn your back on gentlemen, a woman with a shotgun. You know what I'm saying? Like those are all things that you should avoid turning your back on. And you've turned your back on the ocean. And before I can do anything, it just crushed you. You remember this Yes. hat gone, glasses gone, lost forever. Yeah. Your coffee exploded. I mean, you were decimated. <laughs> your top came off, which that was not a complete oh my loss. Gosh. <laughs> I was grateful for that. I mean, and I just remember, I remember literally serenity screaming, boys are gone. They've been swept off to sea. You're topless and Your crushed. Worst nightmare. And I'm literally, I literally scream, I can't save you all. <laughs> you <know>? Like, <laughs> like you like, were supposed to. And oh, that's the point, isn't it? Like, when was I commissioned to be the savior of or all? Or to control the entire atmosphere I think in the, the moment. When you feel overwhelmed when you're dealing with anxiety, I think the first point we kind of want to make here is um, permission to stop caring as much. Now, what I mean is not caring about the big things. You can't be like, I no longer care about my marriage. I no longer care about my life. My job. I no longer care. Yeah, no. Yeah. Permission to stop good hygiene. Okay. Stop caring about that. the little things. Right. Like temporarily, just like it doesn't matter, man. Like catch your breath. And the reason I think we should do that, and this I'm really talking to myself, is so that you can gain fresh perspective, right? You gotta stop caring about those little things because you're getting overwhelmed and you and a lot of times I think what we're kind of doing is we're we're overwhelming ourselves. A hundred percent. And that's kind of what our week was uh like last week. Like, I remember I was putting my makeup on one morning and I was just feeling so overwhelmed. Like so overwhelmed. And then I don't know, maybe it's a personality thing. So when I start feeling overwhelmed, I'm like, I shouldn't feel overwhelmed. That's a wrong thing. That's a bad feeling. And so I kind of was starting to condemn myself, which I you know, whatever. There's other issues there probably. And I just, I had a moment. I was like, you know what? I think it's okay in the moment to feel overwhelmed, but it's what I do with that moment if it keeps playing out day after day after day. And I think I texted you. I'm like, you know what? I think it's okay to feel overwhelmed in moments, but I think it's not okay to keep feeling that day after day, year after year. And we just kind of started talking about just our week in, in days of being overwhelmed. Like what are little things you can temporarily just stop caring about. They're not major things, but like, okay, for instance, for me, like I'll walk around this house and our kids would know this, you know, it's like, there's certain things that just bother me. Like when someone takes the trash out and doesn't put a new trash bag in, <laughs> when someone takes a toilet paper roll and instead of putting it on the roll, they just leave the empty one on there and put it on the sink. I'm like, I'm Serious. sorry. Do you have two broken arms? How hard is it? Are you out of breath? Like you can't just put that on the roll. Like these are things that when someone leaves the coffee pot on and there's no coffee in it, it burns the bottom. You're burning my coffee pot. When you babe, who uh-oh, I love, uh-oh. um, leave the curling iron on yes, and potentially I know. burn I'm down sorry. our entire I'm sorry. It's a problem. Um, our son, Caleb, six foot five, leaves cabinets open and we bump our heads into them oh, and cut so our bad. skulls open. When you won't answer the 25 text messages that I've sent you. Um, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all these little things that you just start, you start getting, you know, like we have around here, we call it the party foul. Like if we're watching TV or a movie in the living room and someone like is on social media and they hit the video and it's playing loud, 
while we're watching TV, like that is bothers me so much. I'm like, party foul. Like Turn you it can't. Down. Okay. The dog, Silence. the dog alone stresses me to all get out. The, um, Tell, you need to relax, bro. The other day Seriously. I had this dog outside. You can see outside. his face. He's, his veins in his neck are popping. This dog outside is off the leash. He's sitting in, I'm in the garage. I'm doing some work. Oh my gosh. And he sees a squirrel and he disappears. I mean, he ran so fast. I couldn't find him. You lost our dog. I'm yelling Capone. That is I'm yelling okay. treat. And I literally, I'm like, before <laughs> God, treat. I'm like treat because I'm trying to get him to come back. And I literally, before God was like, finally, finally. <laughs> He's gone, and I'm gonna. I I'm going to call the family and be like, the dog ran away. You know what? If I came home and that dog was gone, no, it would not be okay. <laughs> uh, yes, it, we would. Ha- we would have a problem. Yes, and so, <laughs> anyways, what we're saying is like what I've learned all to do is like Billy permission to stop caring about all that stuff so much. Like, so okay, so the dog died. Breathe, let it it's go. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's it's okay. Far. He's gone. You that's, know, like, that's what you have to care about. We have to kind of force ourselves. Like, hey, there's certain things exactly. you can't not not care about, right? But these little petty things in life that we're all guilty of, and I mean, and I think it's okay to still care like about the coffee pot. But like, if you feel yourself being overwhelmed, if anxiety is creeping in, permission to just not care as much right now. Mm. Do you agree? I agree, and and I think you said it right. There's there's are certain things we just we have to care about, but. I think even as I get older, I start finding myself like caring about too many things and I have to make a conscious decision to decide what I'm going to care about in the moment. Sometimes it's moment to moment. Sometimes it's day to day. Like, okay, today I'm going to care about these five things. And then the next day, I don't care about those five things anymore. Yeah. And you're super, I love you're so organized like that. Yeah. But I think just me saying that though to myself, even if I can't stick to the plan, at least me even saying like self-talk, it actually helps me not feel overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, I'm going to just do the three things that matter the most and then let the other things just kind of die to the side. And then I'll kind of face that tomorrow. Love it. Helps. Um, Second thing you can do if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're dealing with anxiety. And I mean, there's probably a million things, but we kind of said, start making changes. Again, I'm going to qualify. Small changes. In mm. fact, I want to say this. I don't think you should ever make major changes when you are overwhelmed. Because when you're so, overwhelmed by so right. by by default, like you're not thinking straight. Like right. if you're drowning, you're not able to do math problems. Like you're not thinking clearly, right? Mm. Overwhelmed in life, anxiety, it's like, hey, you're not thinking straight. So don't make major changes, but you're going to have to start making small changes. Um like, you know, for instance, like, again, making these changes, like change up your daily routine. For me, one of the things I do when I'm feeling overwhelmed is temporarily from time to time. Now, if you do this all the time, you're going to lose your job, but I will cancel meetings. It's my favorite thing to do. I've said this before on this podcast. My favorite meeting is it's a canceled, canceled meeting. meeting. It does something from my perspective to be like, I'm not going to let me. Maybe for you, Jim, we've done this before is like, don't go to that social gathering that you had planned this weekend. Like, yeah. don't go. Like you want to go, no. people are expecting yeah. you to go, but you and I have multiple times in our, in our history been like, we're not going to go to this event, which we should go to, mm-hmm. but instead we go out and we go on a date and we just kind of like, you can't make major changes, but you can't like make these night. small changes. Yeah. And why do you make these small changes? Fresh perspective, margin, mm-hmm. give yourself some space. I mean, I remember, oh, Vic just gave us the 10 minutes. Oh, thank you, oh, Vic. Thanks. thanks. Yeah. We got 10 minutes going here. Um, I think this changes like we used to like, when we were feeling stressed, we'd take the kids out of school. Like, hey, guess what? Today you're not going to school. And we would we would do something different. Just change your daily routine. Yeah. Why? 
it's trying to like get out of this overwhelming, anxious feeling. For me, go on a long drive. For you, what are some of the things you do, babe? Like, how are what are All some temporary things, changes? You I, make? I love that you're going so practical because I think I think we make being overwhelmed this this mysterious like I need to go through like therapy for years or I need to go take medication. And some of those things you do need to do medication. You do need to go therapy. I believe in all of those things at the right time. But I think really practically before you do any of those things, just do what you just said, change your position, change the routine, do something different to kind of get yourself out of the rut and the routine that's causing maybe the moment of being overwhelmed. And we've done that all of our lives off and on. And I'm so thankful, especially for you, you have a real gift to do that and kind of seize the moment, be like, okay, this is stressful time. Let's, let's do A, B, and C. You've done that all of our marriage. And that's really helped us, I think, be able to, um, I don't know, be in the moment and live life well. Do you, um, I've noticed that you'll do like, you'll go exercise. Like you exercise regularly, but sometimes, man, you'll just like, you'll go long. 100%. A lot of times we'll get out. Like some of you, yeah. some of you, like what you need to do today, you're so overwhelmed. Call the meeting and go on a hike. Honestly, even if hiking isn't your thing, because hiking is definitely not my thing. We live in the Pacific Northwest, Northwest, Northwest. and, and the <laughs> Northwest. Pacific Northwest, and everyone hikes, right? And but sometimes I'm like I just gotta get out there. I'm just gonna let's go hike, let's go walk, go on a drive, get outside, yes. look, um, breathe fresh air. I used to work in a media department, um, and I used to do video editing. It's not a big deal, um, but I remember the guy who was a professional. <laughs> he remember telling me he's like every two or three hours he'd get out and he'd go look, and he's like when you're looking and when you're in close proximity, it's good for the brain and like even your emotions to look at far distances. Like if you're on an ocean and you can look out over the horizon, do it. If you, you know, like look far because it reminds you, it puts you in emotional space. Like it's bigger. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than just you. You're not closed in. It like does something to you psychologically and emotionally just to like get out there and see the expanse. Um, right. Maybe for you, honestly, maybe what you need to do this Saturday, instead of all the chores and responsibilities you have planned is just like throw in the Godfathers and watch all three in a row, you know, or throw in the Rockies and watch movie. all fifteen Rockies. Like enjoy, movies. And you know what you're getting to <laughs> do a movie like, marathon. Like enjoy life. Like just take or just moments. change up the routine. Yes, but but even, temporarily. I mean, even with this week, it's like the thing that helped us just kind of get out of being overwhelmed was okay. We're gonna just slow slow down, create margin, and enjoy enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment we have in life. And hey, there's a lot going on. There is overwhelming moments, but to force ourselves to enjoy a life can really help with being overwhelmed. Love it. It's practical, but that is so real. Number three, Fix giving us the roll on. Um, stop isolating yourself. Mm. I think there's a big difference between alone and lonely. So for instance, I think when we're overwhelmed, when we're dealing with anxiety, maybe for some of you, the, the proclivity would be to isolate. Default, yeah. But regardless of whether it is or not, if you're feeling anxious and overwhelmed, the worst thing you could do is isolate yourself from other people. And I'm not saying that as a social butterfly because I am not a social butterfly. Mm. You are. But there is a big difference between being alone and being lonely. I think aloneness is actually good. I think it's healthy. We all need it. And I think we need to schedule times to be alone. I think lonely is a symptom of something greater. It's where you've isolated yourselves and you've kind of said like, nobody understands, nobody can help me. Um, And that is a big difference. And that's where I think a lot of anxiety. So when I get alone and like get my thoughts together, journal, Journal, for me, it might be like maybe praying and talking to God, however you do that. I like to listen to music. Um, Whatever it is, I can kind of center myself. Again, we're not having a yoga moment here, but it's like, 
I kind of can like just breathe, catch your breath, like get alone. Alone time is good. Lonely is actually puts you in a worse place. In fact, the lonelier you get, you might start turning to things that you shouldn't turn to, mm-hmm. which are actually going to only, you know, make the situation worse, make you feel more isolated, make you feel more overwhelmed, increase your anxiety. Yeah. Like, um, like, don't you agree? 100%. And so I think some people are like, they confuse it sometimes and they're like being alone, like I'm lonely. Or no, maybe you just alone is okay. You need some alone and downtime. Yeah. Like not perpetually alone. I think if you're perpetually alone, then you're actually lonely. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, I don't have a choice. You do have a choice. There's there's six billion people on the planet, um, and you could interact with a couple of them. And that's, you don't have to have these deep, real meaningful relationships right off the bat, but you yeah. can at least be like, yo, want to catch coffee? Yo, want to go for a walk? Like, just walking Which by someone. Which like, requires a bit of vulnerability have and a conversation out there. Yeah. How's the weather? I mean, you can start wherever you want. I'm telling you, we need it. Um, we need, we need people. And so I think sometimes when I'm anxious, I'll, I'll break away and get alone, but you don't want to fall into that. You don't want to isolate yourself to where you're in this lonely place. There's this passage in scripture. I'm going to reference it. We talk about that a little bit on this podcast, but Jesus who, um, whatever you believe about Jesus, but I'm not, I don't need to define to you who Jesus is. <laughs> you know, who Jesus is everyone who's listening to this. Um, Jesus in the Bible goes to the garden of Gethsemane, um, um, days before he's going to die on a cross. And the Bible says that he was, um, had great anxiety so much so that scripture records that he sweat blood, Mm -hmm. which actually is a medical condition called hermitidrosis. It's very rare, but it's medically where there's so much anxiety and pressure that the tiny capillaries in our, in our, in our skin, they, they burst open and you actually bleed. And so what would be sweat is now blood. I mean, you have to be under the most stress and Jesus was literally going to die for humanity at this point. And there's this, there's this change where he goes to God and prays, could you take, I don't want to do this. Could we stop? Could you take this cup from me is what he says in scripture. And then he goes back to his closest friends, a few of the disciples to like be encouraged and they're sleeping. This happens three times in this passage. He goes back, goes to God, asks him the exact Mm -hmm. same question and goes back to his friends and they're they're asleep. And the question that I would pose to us is like, what do you do when God is silent and man is asleep? That's this anxiety. That's this isolating feel of like overwhelming. What could be what God's not talking to me. I don't know what to do. And the people I depend on the most, they're asleep and they can't Um, help. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. I think it's those moments that probably cause anxiety for us. I think just recognizing those moments in life. I'm not saying like, Oh, so how do we eliminate those moments? Um, Spoiler alert, you don't. Yeah. That's why I think it's in the Bible and passage like Jesus himself Mm -hmm. Experience that moment mm-hmm. of like feeling completely overwhelmed. I don't want to do it. Because um, he I, knew what tomorrow hold. You know, there's a scripture in Matthew 6 that says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will take care of itself, which is like, hey, warning, like, hey, just be here today and let tomorrow take care of itself. And the beautiful part of that story is we know what happens in the end. And um, it's such a great example that even Jesus went through. Without going too spiritual on people that are listening to this podcast that maybe don't have faith like we would. Um, I will say this, one of the one of the number one primary ways that you and I have overcome frustration, overwhelming anxiety in our lives is through God, is mm-hmm. through the person of Jesus. Scripture tells us that he actually did defeat it because he's the one who can. And because he did, now we can. And so we can find rest. And so when I get alone, I'm getting alone with God. 
um, however that looks for you. And some people, it might look more spiritual. For other people, it's just more practical, whatever it is. So there's no way to, to like get off of this point without making that clear. Yeah. And um, that's been a game changer for us. The fourth one we had put, like when you're feeling overwhelmed, is maybe stop playing the victim. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, there's this whole thing out there, like people have a victim mentality. And I think when you say that, there's certain people that are, I can already sense it. Like <laughs> there's there's only three of us in the room right now well, and then the 500 production crew. <laughs> but, you know, people, you can tell like people start to be like, how dare you? And it's like, that's exactly, honestly, kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. Like you don't have to be the victim. And the victim mentality is like, everything's against me. I, I can't get a break. Oh, of course. Of course that's what happens. Like, uh, you know, and it's it's like- we Oh, put it works up, for them, but not And we've me. all been yep. guilty of it. Like, I wouldn't consider myself to be much of a victim, but I've definitely found seasons in my life where I just jumped into that role. And I think it's the difference between um, living and being alive. Some people are just living, and that's like victim. That's like a survival mode. Like, just make it through another day. Oh, God. That's not inspiring. It's negative thing after negative thing after negative thing. But being thing. It's alive. Just, yes. It's so different than just living. Living is like consuming oxygen, and but being alive is like, no, 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 there's actually purpose. And I'm not one of those like super faith words guys where it's like, speak it, and it is, you know. And I have some friends that would probably lean more that way. But I'll tell you what, if you're going to err on one side, right. probably err on the totally. side of waking up every morning and being like, today is going to be, be a great day, day and great things gonna are going to happen this. today. It's going to be awesome. Like, I would err yeah. on that. Like, speak that out Why there. not? As opposed to like, yeah, I never get a break. No, I won't get the raise. They'll get the raise because they oversee me and people don't. Like, it's like, why are you playing? Yes. I mean, that is so real. Um, Don't just make it. Like, come through with flying colors and you're like well how can i you can it's a choice and it's a daily choice that you'll have to make and there will be setbacks and there will be injustices but if you fall into this mentality of like of course you know that's it always happens to me you put yourself in this place and i mean you're definitely not going to be encouraged mm-hmm. that's only going to increase your anxiety you're only going to feel more overwhelmed they do this study. I, I watch these documentaries on TV all the time. I love them where like people are survival documentaries. Like they should, I should have, there's one that's called I, I should be dead or I should have died. But, and it tells these stories of people that were in these situations where they were either abandoned or left, they're caught in an ocean. One I remember for sure, this dude like was, was shipwrecked and he was in the ocean for, I don't know, like 12 nights, 12 days and nights, just floating the ocean by himself, you know, mm-hmm. sharks and all this stuff. And the thing that kept them going was this mental kind of thought, like not just survive, but like I'm going to flourish. Like they kept had to tell themselves, like reminding them what it's going to be like when they get out and the stories will tell. And this one guy was like, I'm going to write, I'm going to write books and I'm going to have documentaries about me. And of course he did. Wow. But instead of just surviving, he's like, no, I'm going to, ju- I'm going to win this. Like yes. I'm going to do, and you have to kind of put yourself in this space. Like the moment you kind of resign your fact that it's over, there's a good chance it is. And, you know, I love that. I remember just as practical as this, the other day I was with Serenity and right before she goes to school. It's always my habit to be like, you know what, Seren, you're favored. Your teachers are going to love you. Everybody that comes in contact with you is going to like you. You're going to do, you're going to make A's. I just constantly like, you're favored. Everything's going to always work out for you. Anything you dream of is possible. It can happen. I'm constantly saying that. And I think even as I say that, she's grown up with this mentality like, yeah, I, 
I can pretty much do anything I want. Yeah. And, and which I love, but just for the realist that's listening right now, that's not true. But, but, <laughs> but I love it time, though. But, but why not time, error like, on that side? Hey, and even if, yeah. even if you do make a B, hey, it's cool. You did your best. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just, I'm always believing the best. And I think that's, that's something that, that we can do to help us come out of being overwhelmed. It's like, you know, it's going to be okay. Like we didn't have a house a week ago because we just found out we needed to move a little bit of stressful time. And within five days of that last week, we literally landed a great house. Yeah. And it's just like, you know what? We're going to get a house. We're going to find something that's even better. We're going to find something that's going to save us money. We're going to find something that's going to be a blessing. And I agree. And I, but I do take issue with it. And I think we need to say, because this is my jaded side coming through. Like, you know, teachers like you can be anything you want in the world. Well, I want to be a cow. Can I be that? No. <laughs> All right, but so, what's that we're but, talking about? But, but I agree. I I'm not. Saying, I'm not disagreeing with you. But I'm. I'm actually combating with that. Like, extremes. hey. But I love that you said that to our daughter. Like, you can do it. People are gonna love you. Like, why not at least go for it? Believe it. What we're saying is like, don't play the victim. Play the victor. Like, just like you know what? I'm gonna win. And if you lose from time to time, so be it. That's life. You give it back a go. Up. Good Get for back you. Yeah. Um. But I think those are just practical ways for you and I. Anyways. Um, to kind of overcome some of these overwhelming seasons. And can I just say this? If you're feeling that right now, life is full of seasons. Seasons shift and change. You're going to be okay. But I think if you don't do some of these things, anxiety can build up, build up, build up. And that's when things can get really you know, troublesome. And hopefully that's not the case for you. And maybe if you try some of these things, maybe it'll help. Huh? So great. Huh. Hey, well, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, rating, leaving reviews. And um, we've been enjoying this podcast. I just want to give a shout out. Someone just... Um, sent us a gift card because they said, we love your podcast. And so they ended up sending us um, a gift card for our favorite restaurant, Fogo, Fogo de, de Chao, Brazilian State So House. I would want to say thank, thank you. you to Darrell and Patrice. You mean Daryl and Patrice? Oh, Daryl. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he probably likes you to call him Darrell. Darrell, you know what I meant. <laughs> you could call me Billy, <laughs> but I'll just go by Billy. But thank um, you for our favorite place. And, yeah. um, and thank you for listening. Yep. And here's to great coffee and great conversations. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we would love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at Billy's Mafia. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Cheers.